Welcome to the Fantasy Football Sackos Podcast with your hosts, Jason Shellcross and Alex Krobe. Let's go. Jason's on here. Fantasy Football Sackos, welcome in. <clears throat> My name is Alex Krogue. You are probably listening to this being like, it is? Yeah, so I, I was at a wedding yesterday. My voice is awful. They played some good songs. I sang too much, as I'm sure you're uh, aware that I like to sing. So here we are, week three waivers. It's just me holding down the fort. Jason's got a conference. He's on his annual sabbatical like he does every year and dips out on week three uh, on me. I think two years ago he was uh, on a honeymoon Last year at a conference, this year he's at a conference, so it's just the OG Sacco holding it down week three waivers. We'll keep this short because, I mean, I don't know if anybody wants, I don't even want to listen to myself talk uh, with how bad my voice is. So watching the the Monday night games, and if, if you're not aware, Nick Chubb got uh, his knee dislocated or something, he's going to be out for the year. So by far and away, the number one waiver wire pickup this week is going to be Jerome Ford. He's the backup for the Browns. Uh, the next play after he came in, he, he caught a, a pass from Deshaun Watson. So he is definitely the number one uh, ad this week. The question just comes down to me is, do you just spend all of your fab to make sure you get him? Chubb is not coming back this year. I, I could not get an answer out of Jason for what he wanted me to say, quite honestly. He, he did bring up a good point, though, and that is, do the Browns go and sign Kareem Hunt? Because obviously he's been there last year. The Browns are going for it. They have a good defense. So that's the only reservation that I have when it comes to going all in on Jerome Ford is, are the Browns bringing in Kareem Hunt? So something to consider. Take a look tomorrow. Uh see if there's any uh, Kareem Hunt uh, is visiting the Browns and, and is expected to sign. So Jerome Ford, possibly Kareem Hunt is there. Uh, Saquon Barkley rolled his ankle. Looks like he's going to be out a couple weeks. So here comes the bread man, Matt Breida. He's been around forever. So here we, here we go. The bread man. He, uh, I mean, the Giants looked awful for like a half, and then Danny Jones kind of bailed them out uh, in the second half to beat the Cardinals. So Matt Breida, uh, you know, kind of like a three-week stopgap here where, you know, if you've had injuries already, which there's been more than enough, I mean, you, you look at it already, right? So Eckler didn't play this week. He was a top, you know, top four running back that was taken. Saquon's now out. He was a top four running back taken. Nick Chubb, another top four running back. So just brutal start to the year from uh, the the top running backs taken in fantasy leagues. So if you're already hurting, and odds are you are at least on one of your teams, Matt Breida uh, is somebody that you could look at spending you know, 10%, 15% on at least uh, if, if you need help. There's no point in having a losing record if you can avoid it like you got to try to stay ahead of the curve especially if you're waiting for 
you know, uh, Jonathan Taylor to come back, which, side note, maybe he gets traded to the Browns. Who knows? Uh, speaking of the Colts, Zach Moss showed up and showed out this week uh, for the Indianapolis Colts, 18.7 points and half PPR. Uh, after not playing week one and, and Deion Jackson just shitting the bed, quite frankly. Zach Moss comes in, 18 carries, 88 yards, a touchdown, four catches, 19 yards uh, after Anthony Richardson was concussed and Gardner Minshew was in. Um, did, did a lot of the, a good work on the ground, and I would expect that to continue uh, at least the next two weeks until theoretically uh, – you know, he will lose his job back to Jonathan Taylor if Jonathan Taylor shows up. So Zach Moss is a really good uh, next two-week ad. Um, granted, he's not going to be playing Houston every week, uh, so that makes it a little bit tough. Uh, the next two, or I guess I can go three, at Baltimore is not a great matchup. Home against the Rams, um, which also is not not great with one of the best defensive linemen of all time um, staring at you every play and then uh, home against Tennessee so there there is some value for Zach Moss uh, after you know Deion Jackson was not even like I don't even I think he had zero so uh, after he fumbled a couple times week one it's clearly Zach Moss's role uh, until Jonathan Taylor comes back all aboard the Gus bus baby so you know, you know, if you've listened to this podcast for any length of time, that Gus Edwards is my boy, and I'm sure Jason is listening to this just shaking his head in disappointment. Gus Edwards, ten carries, sixty-two yards, touchdown. Didn't have any targets; those usually go to Justice Hill. Uh, you know, week one, Justice Hill had two rushing touchdowns. I'm not sure why. You know, either one is not rostered more. Uh, so we're looking at. Gus Edwards, he's rostered in only 32% of leagues, uh, which is, you know, obviously not much. Uh, Justice Hill is rostered in 30% of leagues. You know, it's going to be their show going forward. I don't know why, you know, both of them are not rostered in more leagues. Um, So if they are available, you should go pick up either one. Uh, I don't think you need to spend that much to do it because neither one's really had like a, a great game yet. Uh, I, I, Justice Hill had two touchdowns, right? Gus had one this week. So who knows? Uh, I was surprised to see Gus get, uh, get the goal line, uh, touchdown there, which is, uh, good to see another Monday night injury. So Jamal Williams, uh, for the saints hurts his hamstring, uh, in comes Tony Jones jr. Who had a touchdown, uh, tonight and, and looked pretty good, uh, for the saints and, you know, somebody that I think, you know, hey, one more week, and then, you know, he is not going to have his job anymore because everybody knows and has been waiting for Alvin Kamara to come back. He's suspended the first three games, and so it's Tony Jones Jr. for one week to really, uh, like, you're looking for a stopgap, this is the answer. So he's at Green Bay. Uh, this week after they gave up a ton to Bijan and to uh, Tyler Algier. And so Tony Jones Jr. Uh, is is going to get a look uh, for sure for the Saints this week. Uh, and I would not be surprised to see them sign somebody um, because he was literally the only running back they had left. Uh, and we'll get to that 
uh, in a little bit. I just have a quick, quick aside. And then, uh, you know, somebody else that I think bears taking a look at from the running back position is Tajay Spears, uh, who is the backup running back for, uh, the Tennessee Titans, uh, Tajay, uh, you know, only six and a half points this week, only rostered in 13% of leagues. Um, but he's on the field. He's getting, uh, you know, he had two catches this week, eight carries uh, for the Titans. Um, and just somebody that, you know, I, I do think uh, should be added uh, in all leagues because you just don't like Derrick Henry is an immovable object, but. If anything were to happen, Tajay Spears is clearly the guy there. So, um, <clears throat> so there you go. There, on to wide receivers. If if you like, I will feel personally disrespected if if you do not if, like. If Nico Collins is available in your leagues, uh, and like you know, I love him. He has been electric. He's only rostered in sixty two percent of leagues. I know we only usually talk about you know fifty percenters or under, but. He uh, absolutely dominated on Sunday in a a losing effort. Uh, So week one, six for 80 on 11 targets uh, on Sunday against Indy. Seven for 146 and a touchdown on nine targets. Uh, He's, you know, him and and Robert Woods too, who we talked a little bit about last week. And, uh, you know, Jason was like, don't talk about Robert Woods, but you have to. He's only rostering 6.4% of leagues. Um, he has 10 targets and nine targets. Um, so basically him and Nico are getting 20 targets a game between the two of them. Uh, Robert Wood, six catches for 74 yards, uh, 10 and a half fantasy points and half PPR. So, and then, you know, you could even add tank Dell to that list too, uh, which is just amazing that we're talking about three different Houston, uh, wide receivers rostered in 3.8% of leagues. Uh, he also had 10 targets this week, uh, seven catches, 72 yards. Their games, they're going to be behind in every game. They they have the game script. So Nico, Robert Woods, Tank Dell, there's your three Houston wide receivers that I'm telling you that, hey, they're available. Go grab them. Uh, they, uh, they will help you survive if, if you're hurting a wide receiver. Josh Reynolds is another guy uh, who is – Playing for Detroit while we're waiting for Jamison Williams to come back. Uh, He had six targets, five catches, and two touchdowns uh, for the Lions on Sunday. Uh, A week after having seven targets, four for 80 week one. So double digits both the first two weeks. Um, Two touchdowns obviously helps against Seattle. They have Atlanta. Jordan Love just tore them a new one. Um, And so if you're in a pinch, Josh Reynolds uh, is a good uh, a good ad this week for you. And speaking of somebody that tore them up, uh, pronouns, pal, they, the Packers tore up Atlanta, Jalen Reed, uh, or sorry, Jaden Reed, uh, was kind of the, the guy that did a lot of the work. So week one against the bears, he had five targets week two against Atlanta. He had eight, uh, targets four for 37, two touchdowns, uh, from Jordan love in the losing effort. Uh, that cost me a four hundred dollar uh, gambling win on a parlay. So thank you, Packers. Uh, so Jaden Reed, uh, rookie uh, rookie wideout, no Christian Watson. I'm assuming Watson's coming back soon, uh, but if he's not, uh, Jaden Reed is definitely somebody that you could add uh, 
to your to your lineup for this week uh, against New Orleans. Uh, New Orleans uh, shut down the Panthers pretty good tonight. On to tight ends. Uh, I think there's a pretty clear one, uh, clear ad here. Hunter Henry only rostered still in 35% of leagues on ESPN. Uh, week one, six ca- or sorry, six targets, five catches, and a touchdown. Uh, week two against Miami, seven targets, six catches, and a touchdown. Uh, he's had 14 uh, fantasy points both weeks. Um, I, I just think that this is a like he is almost a must add and should be rostered in you know 80 percent of leagues or more at this point where you know they actually the Patriots are actually running like a legitimate offense this year with Bill O'Brien as their offensive coordinator after Matt Patricia was horrendous. Uh, they have the Jets next week, so maybe not the greatest matchup. But if Sauce is shutting down, um, you know Kendrick Bourne or whoever else, uh, Hunter Henry, big red zone target, um, and has definitely filled that role so far this year. Somebody else, old trusty, forty-seven percent of league. Zach Ertz, uh, the corpse of ten targets week one. He had six catches. Eight targets week two against the Giants. He had six catches. Uh, Joshua Dobbs really looks like he is, you know, targeting him and, and we all know Zach Ertz has a history of being good. They have Dallas this week. Um, and the game script is going to fit most of the time for the Cardinals where they will be losing, uh, and trying to air it out a little bit with Zach Ertz. Um, and then I would be remiss. Like, so Jake Ferguson caught a touchdown, uh, or I think he caught a touchdown. Um, yeah, to start the game against, uh, the Jets, um, Dak loves thrown to his his tight ends. No Dalton Schultz. Um, you could add Dalton Schultz if you wanted to. Uh, he uh, is another Houston target because uh, they're just going to be behind the whole time. But Jake Ferguson um, is somebody that you could add if you're, if you're really hurting. But I would definitely target Hunter Henry and Zach Ertz first. And then I'm again, I'd be remiss to not mention Taysom Hill, who if the Saints don't sign anybody. Uh, this week to kind of help Tony Jones Jr. carry the load. Uh, Taysom Hill, nine carries, 75 yards, uh, most of which came in the second half this week. Uh, And so until uh, that kind of all resolves itself um, for one week, Taysom Hill might be a good start against, against the Packers. So... That is it for waiver wire editions. Again, I apologize about my voice. I I will be better next week. Uh, Jason uh, will also be back hopefully. And uh, just a quick story from the wedding. Beautiful wedding uh, over the weekend. Sunday wedding out in Galena, Illinois. Uh, congrats to James and and Anita. They it, it was just a beautiful wedding. Great service. Um, and and I mean no disrespect to anybody else, but during dinner. Uh, somebody said that I give off Samsung phone vibes and it was one of the most disrespectful things I've ever heard in my life. Uh, so just don't be that green bubble people. And if you're ever going to spend fab, this might be the week to do it for Jerome Ford. Uh, unless Kareem Hunt shows up and then that could be bad. So I think Kareem Hunt should be rostered. I think you can get him for free uh, unless news breaks that he's signing. Um, but I would I would look to see if you have an extra bench spot for uh, for Kareem Hunt, and then uh, you know maybe even if you're really desperate, uh, Leonard Fournette uh, could be added. There's a bunch of injuries. It would not at all be surprising to see 
one or both of them get signed this week to to give some help uh, to different backfields. So if you made it through, thank you for listening. Uh, really appreciate you guys. Uh, hope your teams are doing well. And uh, week three already. So best of luck. See you. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the FF Sackos.